So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. Hello, and welcome to Everyday Connection with your hosts, Rico Shields and Jean Victoria Norlock. Bringing your inner life to your everyday life. Welcome, everybody, to this June 25th, 2013 edition of Everyday Connection. I'm Rico Shields, and off here to my left, a fur piece, is Jean Victoria Norlock. How are you, Jean? I'm good, Rick. How are you? Well, I'm feeling better than Sally is at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) uh, I know everybody must probably already know, but for our podcast listeners, um, they're having a bit of a technical snafu at Blog Talk Radio, so we're uh, pre-recording this so that we can post it because we're all in place to do our show. And uh, uh, you know, what is it they say about the students? We're all in our places with bright shining faces, and uh, and this way, hopefully, the system will let me upload the episode afterwards, and we'll uh, uh, have a show. But we're we done. Got- yeah, we love the conversation so much. We're just going to converse. Moving on. I get those Moving questions. On. Um, so, Jean, what's with banter? Something's happening besides dragging cacti around? Uh, yep. <laughs> My plants are all outside. Yay! I have tomatoes. That's exciting. Um, I have the, uh, all of a tomato. Mad gardener. Yeah. I, yeah, my cacti are all out. I have one plant left to put outside, I think, maybe. It's a tree. I might put it outside. I might not. Depends. But, yes, all my transplanting is done for the spring, and my tomatoes are growing. My vegetables are doing awesome. And I'm currently painting my new office slash studio, which will be up and running hopefully by the end of July. So that's exciting. Yay. That is exciting. Yeah. That is exciting. It is. Totally totally exciting it's totally exciting um it's it's, it's like a, a year least ahead of what i planned to have a studio um so and it's not in the original planned place because we still have to renovate the garage but we are turning the green room into my studio which is awesome slash office so i'm gonna have like all windows in be able to see bush and plants and trees and things pretty much every corner of my little office slash art studio. So, yeah, it's exciting because I'm going to have it so much sooner than I thought it was. Um, and Could be that's what that whole, you know, confusion about the use of the room was about was just so that it could, you know, get the point across that you can have your office now. Why wait? <laughs> no waiting. Well, I'll you know, be- I mean... Oh. <laughs> 
we still have the vision. We still have the vision for the big studio and um, the retreat. So, oh, you know, the, the artist retreat vision has, has has certainly not died. Not going to put that aside, um, or I'm not going to put it aside. I'm not going to put it away. I'm just going to tuck it aside for the moment um, until we're ready for it, and that's cool. I'm, you know, I mean, I hate, <laughs> I hate being pressured, anyways. <laughs> So anytime I have to do something right now, I get it all wonky. Um, and our guest tonight actually will know all about that because she knew me back in the day when I was in college getting married and having babies. Um, and she knows how well I do under pressure, which is to say I pretty much tell everybody to go to hell. Um, so <laughs> it's, it's good. I, that, I was going to say, um, I know that. Um, yeah, it, of course. But it's, it's good that I'm not on somebody else's timeline right now and – and, you know, I mean, we haven't even discussed this. Yeah, we haven't even talked about it. I suppose we probably should for our listeners who are expecting, you know, they're, they're wondering where the Schnicky report is. Um, Shauna has – where's Schnicky? Where's the Schnicky report? Uh, Shauna has decided that um, she's not ready to leave the city yet and that uh, she could actually do a more – interesting job with Stranger Connections um, in the city and carry on her own work in the city more comfortably. Um, so she's not going to be moving in, which means we're not building the studio right away. However, I do get well, an office out of the, the deal. So. Get an office out of the deal. So <laughs> right? I get a, I'm getting an office in my, and, and, and a small studio out of the deal. I'm good with small. I'm good with small to start. So it's all good. Um you know, she's she's doing well. Could, she just, I have to say, I can understand. When I first went off to Kerrville in the Texas Hill Country to go to college, I thought that I was, uh, you know, I was like, man, they roll up the sidewalks at 8 p.m. out here. What is it? I can't. This is ridiculous. There's no, you can't even go to the store and get a pack of cigarettes after 9 p.m. What is, what, what? And um, there's one store right on the edge of town that stayed open until midnight for the people that wanted to buy beer. But, but it was just like, what? And and bars to go. We we had the Long Branch Saloon, and the the Long Branch Saloon Dance Hall and Saloon or Saloon and Dance Hall, whatever. Anyway, it was a gigantic metal building, um, and and the concrete floor was covered with sawdust. And they served, you know, they had a speed gun. The bartender did, and buckets of ice, and that's it. You had to bring your own booze and. Uh, I was like, oh, it's coming from Houston, which is like the third biggest metropolis in the United States. It's it's busy here. And I was living right in the center of town. I grew up right in the center of town, in the middle of all of it, just going 90 miles an hour. And I couldn't deal. I went. I came home to Houston almost every weekend. And Well, by, here's the thing, though, in second, retrospect. I mean, by my second year there, you couldn't drag me out. I, I, I hate if, if we look at it. In retrospect, though, man, like it, consider that the only reason that she quit her job was so that she could move here. Now, her jobs were – she had been doing them for, like, five years with the same job, and she had not quit in order to follow her passion. And when she quit them to move here and then decided not to move here, she had still quit her job, so she's still got to find work. But she's gonna now find it in her passion. In alignment you know with her passion. Like, so yeah. In alignment with her passion. So it sometimes it takes 
a kick well, like that. You get an office and out of the deal, and she gets her passion out of the deal. It sounds like a win-win situation to me. It it does. And, of course, you know, I mean, there's no hard feelings. There's no lost friendship. She's still going to be, hopefully, once she's settled in, because she's got to find a new place now, and she's because she's still not she's not going to be in her apartment that she was in, so she's going to be kind of scrambling to find a new place. But I'm sure everything will fall into place for her. Um so she's still gonna she's still interested in doing stranger connections and she can do it in the city where she can find Zen Buddhist bus drivers driving buses, you know, as as opposed to wandering around out here in the country. So she actually thinks that she can she can do that better in the city and certainly if she's gonna be happier than the city, then that's where she should be Absolutely. at all times. Always go wherever you're happier. I want to um, make it clear just in case Shauna is listening that we're all we're all good, we're all great. This is you know Yeah, no. We don't absolutely. do that. And I, what? You're not doing it my way? Well, we hate you. <laughs> right? Dreadfully so, old, didn't you? Know, thing is, but but here's here's the thing. I mean, like, and and that came up, of course. But what about the plans and this and this and this? And I was like, but it's cool. Whatever is going to happen is going to happen, and it's all good. Well, we said we're going to do certain things. Yes, but shit happens. Things change. You have to follow your passion. You have to follow your heart. Heart. You have to do what's best for you and and so and she's done that and at a great risk i might add to herself because she had no idea how we were going to react we were two weeks away from coming to pick her up she was two weeks away from moving in um she's she doesn't have her job she doesn't have her apartment so she's really like she's taken following her passion to to the ultimate test limits here she's starting over from scratch and I know that she's going to do brilliantly well because she's starting over from scratch because she followed her passion and she followed her heart and she did what she felt was right for her and and I think that's you know a better lesson than any 10 million stranger connections video clips could give to anybody is she stood on the truth of her being and had the balls to say I'm not ready yet it's not right for me yet so I'm going to do what I need to do right and and we who would we be to do this show for almost three years now with, you know, look, follow your passion, even if it's not popular, and even if you take one step and then you suddenly realize you need to turn 270 degrees, which is the same as 90 to the left, uh, turn, go, and and then get angry about that. How could we, you know, it's like when people ask me, so you're moving to Costa Rica? Yes. Well, do you have a place to live? No. Well, but how long are you you you're moving there? What? Yeah, I I'm moving away from I'm le- I'm leaving here. There won't be anything left here. And but you know, am I going to be in Costa Rica a year from now? Two years from now? Five years? From now? I have not the first clue. We just did a show on that. Listen to our last show. I, I, I don't know. Right, and it, it's just it's important for people to to realize that these these things happen frequently, especially in today's energy where it's like quick, <laughs> everything's speeding up exponentially. Um, so if you have this grand plan and everything felt right, and then all of a sudden it's like uh, my gut's telling me no, then listen to your gut. For goodness sakes, please listen to your gut because anytime you try to force something, it's it's doomed to fail. Guaranteed every time. Every if you time. try to force something into 
today's energy, it's doomed to fail. It's just the oh, way it is. So, you know. Yeah, see, and our guest would, would have to agree with that. We, have so we to, should introduce we her have because to bring her right she has up. followed her passion and done what's right for her since I've known her. It, it, it And she's pissed people off along the way, but she's never been <laughs> soft-spoken about her truth. She's always been honest about this is who I am and this is what I'm going to do. And, you know, I mean, she got me through a really scary time in my life, like going to college, finding out I'm pregnant. Holy shit, i got to get married. Ah, I haven't ah. graduated yet. Ah, right? Um, and she's been doing it ever since. Talk about now she had exactly according to plan. Well, tell me about it. <laughs> um, but she, now she has a successful, um, a successful soap making business, and it's not even just soaps. It's just so much more than that. But we're going to get into Candles it. And, um, and she has, I think, five amazing kids now. I don't even know how that happened, but we're going to get into that too. Um, she's, I don't know either. But, uh, a wonderful, happy other half who um, supports her in everything that she does, and. And like me, it might have taken her a while to get there, but holy shit, she got there and she did it her way. So I want to welcome to the show, Ms. Janine Webster. Thanks for having me. How are you, Janine? I'm fantastic. Awesome. How are you? Good. I'm glad that uh, we could hang out and we could do the recording thing so that we didn't, you know, miss, because we all showed up. (laughs) And well, I was Sally looking forward to yeah, Well, yeah. Sally's feeling <laughs> off, you know. She's only missed one show in three years, so <clears throat> two two shows. Okay. That's not bad. Not Sally bad. deserves a not sick bad. night. Absolutely. Sally can have a sick night off. It's all good. We can accommodate. See? Even computers yeah. are allowed to follow their passion. <laughs> right, right. And, and we're, we're following game. ours because conversation's it, so we're going to do it. You know, radio station Absolutely. or no. Absolutely. It's all good. So we're going to get to the question right away, and then we'll go from there and see what happens. I'm sure it'll be an interesting evening. Uh, Beaner, baby, (laughs) who on earth are you, and what do you do? Who am I? Wow. Um, Like you said, I'm a mom of five, uh, but I've never given birth. Um, But I have five amazing children who I am mom to in a variety of manners. Uh, four here full time, so it's quite zoo like. Um, I it took second try around, but I have the love of my life, and he supports everything I do, and has helped me continue to grow. Um, and yeah, it took some kicks in the butt, listening to the universe, and I am doing what I love every single day. I make soap. Um, I've been a social worker. I've been a promotional, uh, working for PR for people. Um, and, but, uh, my big, big passion for the last 16 years has been soap and I'm doing what I love now. That's really kind of it in a nutshell. Ha <laughs> ha. I'm doing what I love now. Okay. Show's over. See, this is what we're talking about. This is why we have people on this show, is that they can say, ah, I'm doing what I love now. I'm happy. I'm good. And here's your um, demonstration of if we just let everybody do what they want to do, then we wouldn't have the stuff we need, like soap. Oh, yes, we would. Well, isn't that it? Like, and better soap. I, I introduce myself to people at 
networking meetings because I, you know, I have to go out and plug the soap, right, and promote it. And people look at me like I have soap. What? You make soap, huh? And I get the funniest looks from people all the time. But you know, once I hand them a sample, they're like, "Oh, she really needs soap." So yeah. It's okay, different. but let's let's get let's get into the truth thing. It's not just any old soap. First of all, as my grandma used to say, the secret ingredient in everything is love, and it is. it's homemade. It's homemade soap. It's all natural ingredients. Yeah. And, yeah, okay. And it's not just soap. You make probably the best candles I've ever burned <laughs> anywhere. And I've bought candles for years. But I'm telling you, your candles kick ass. I love them. They smell fantastic and they last forever. Thank like, you. they just don't go away. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. This, magic flame that just wants to burn on and on i'm it'll burn right down to like you got no wax left you got nothing left it's still a little flickering flame i love your candles and now you're branching off into all this other stuff and i love that you have dedicated yourself in and your husband has backed you on this which is awesome because i now have the a perfect other half that backs me on everything i do too has backed you on it to the point where you have been allowed to explore your creative abilities and entrepreneurship in your own time, in your own way, and 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 do it the way you need to do it for you to continue to grow. And I think that that's the coolest way to build a business. Oh, totally. And having that support system to be a sounding board, even if it's like, well, what do you think if I try that? Or... What do you think about these smells? And sometimes it's just nice to have that other sounding board. And, you know, been there before, and that sounding board was not there. Um, it, it's it's nice to have that other person say, yeah, that one really, that, that smells awesome. That one, not so much. Um, it makes a big difference. It makes, it makes me love what I do even more. And I didn't think that was possible. But I do definitely put love into every batch. Um, anytime I've had a, I don't want to say bad batch, but a wonky batch is a better word for it. Something just didn't turn out right. It's always been when I've been making soap in a bad mood. So I don't soap in bad mood. Oh, oh so soap it's, in it's, a good it's mood. high vibrational soap and candles. That's why they it, burn forever. It picks up on it picks up on me it always has and some of the best soap i've made is when i'm just the most excited about something and everything else and yet it's the same recipes so you know that that's what is a factor in it so this is bringing an interesting dynamic into the conversation rick i know you're going to want to chime in here go ahead at any time even though i know you're on mute right now no um, i'm but, not i'm right here oh you're not Okay, so where would I be? But yes, what's your take on that, Rick? Because well, how many times do we I, talk about physicality and spirituality and blending the two? My my take on that is that everything you do picks up on your vibration. Some things will give you more instantaneous feedback on that, but um, I don't care if you're writing reports, mopping the floor, filing. If you're excited, one, it's 
it's better for you because you're having fun. That's right. And it, but it's better for the product. It's better for the thing. And um, I know that may not always show, you know, the fo- file folder still just there in the file cabinet. But it, it always, the, your vibration sets the tone for everything that you create and do. And, um, uh, I mean, how many musicians have we known that, that, you know, got famous on their angry music? And, but then they got famous and had a lot of money and went to therapy and whatever else or went to meditation place or whatever. And they got happy and they couldn't write angry music anymore. They try, but they can't. And so then they write happy music and all of their fans are, want to throw up on them. It's because they had fans that matched the vibration of the angry music. And um, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with getting angry and that sort of thing, but um, it it instills itself in what you're doing. But now we have like a real life example of that. I yeah, mean, the soap this is goes not, funky. This is not. This is not an author. This is not. A speaker. This is not a musician, even. I mean, or or a, a painter or an it's artist. Perhaps easier for people to understand. She is, she's an artist in her own right, absolutely, and she's a, a brilliant writer. I have to add. Um, but she, here's a, a, a physical, actual, tangible representation that people can touch, see, smell, feel of what we've been talking about for three years. Yes. So why the hell didn't we have you on sooner? I don't know. <laughs> pissy, a pissy chef messes up the broth. Yes, it's true. It's totally true. And I mean, I've seen it time and time again. Like even if I'm not in the if, if I'm not in the right I hate saying zone, but for lack of a better term, if I'm not in the right zone, even that's when I'll make mistakes too. And yet I've made so many batches of soap. I could do it. Not that I would do it with my eyes closed because of safety issues, but I could. Yet I make mistakes when I'm not in the right zone. So no, you have to be you have to be doing what you want to do, and you have to love doing it. And I think it comes through when I talk to people about my soap. When I talk to people about any of my products, they can sense how happy I am and how excited I am. They're going to get that excitement level too. And how much healthier has it got to be for a person? I mean, we're we're talking about soap and and products that are touching your skin, or even the candles, because you're breathing that in. I mean, whether you want to admit it or not, when you burn a candle, you're breathing in the fumes. So it's just like with food and the original intent for praying before you eat is to pour gratitude into the food that you're going to be putting into your body so that you – get the most benefits from that food. So if we do that with all the products that we use, it doesn't even it doesn't even it doesn't even go down to what's putting into it physically so much as the energetic around it. I'd rather use a soap that's made by somebody who is in full awareness of their energetic contribution to their product than somebody who goes to work, has a crappy day, and pours a whole bunch of negativity into whatever the hell they're making on a factory line. And and that's why these small entrepreneurial homemade businesses are 
such a contribution to society because the products are not just better for for the actual ingredients that they're putting in, but also for the energy that's being put in to the product. I'd much rather use you your soap than... You don't have a supervisor there that says, I don't care whether you're in a bad mood or what. You go work and stuff. You get to do it when you are in the right space. And even with the small businesses, I mean, you know, you, you come across some people who are uh, bitter or just it kind of angry people, and it comes across in their product, I believe, in, in the long run. Um, there, the, Here in town, there was a couple of candle makers, and one, uh, she and I get along fantastically. And I was talking about this with a friend today, actually, so that's why it's in my mind. But um, the one friend and I get along great. Um, this other candle maker, and we all, all three of us work with different waxes. I've, I've worked with soy for the last seven years. Um, my friend works with palm wax, and this other lady works with paraffin. And, I mean, yes, we could sit there and say it's because of the chemicals that are in paraffin that she doesn't do as well as the rest of us at a show if we're all together there at a show, whereas palm and soy are natural, and you know, it doesn't have any of the, the chemicals like paraffin wax. But I think a lot of it comes down to her attitude, A, when she's talking to people, but also when she's making the product. You know, it, it 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 totally flows through everything. Just my thought. Oh, it's a very good no, thought. And it's it's a brilliant thought, and and this is like <laughs> that's why we do the show. Well, because the, you get this genius, these genius revelations out of the most unlikely the places. Oh, very much. But it does, right? and I think the ingredients that someone's using are reflective of their vibration, as well. Your vibration, making your stuff, your joy, your your pleasure, your passion, you wouldn't put that in your candle. How rude! <laughs> <laughs> and and and, um. But if you're one, either not not knowing that there's a relationship, or 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 two, you're just pissy. You don't care, or whatever else, you know. And and um. Because, I mean, it sounds to me like you have fun experimenting, too, with new ingredients and stuff. Oh, I totally do. And, you know, I, I've said to people a thousand times, and I'll, I'll probably, I hope I say it a thousand more times, I still get excited every single time I unmold a new batch and I'm cutting it open. Because cutting it open, you see the, the designs that I do in the soap. And, and it's always different, but it's always exciting. And I still get that little thrill every single time. And that's got to go into the soap. Oh, yeah. So how did you, okay, how did you go from going to go to college? Journalist, journalist student. Going to be a journalist, going to write stories, going to do all this stuff. And, And although I know that this stuff is kind of ingrained into you from, like, I mean, energetically you knew this shit from day one because you were studying it even back in the day um but how do you get to the point because this is important for our listeners i think to understand where you integrate this philosophical knowledge that you've accumulated over the years into your everyday gonna live this this truth existence 
I don't know. It just happens. Um, for me, it just Osmosis. happens. Um, life experiences along the way have helped things go into place the way they have, too. Um, what I do now with soap and the, the success of the business could not have happened for a decade of my life that was not so rosy. Um, so it, it, it stands to reason again why the, the business is succeeding like it is now, um, because I'm succeeding outside of the business. Um, going from one thing to another, they all just played in together. Uh, journalism diploma. Uh, what did I gain from that? How to promote the business. Uh, every single thing we learned in all the promotional classes, that's what I use. Um, second diploma of my life was social work. Um, I'm a mom of five kids from four different moms. I need to be a social worker every day. <laughs> it comes into play. Um, so there was a reason why I did everything that I did. And it, it just, that's, that's the way I look at it. Um, my partner, we, we met in high school and that was a very long time ago. And, you know, there some of our friends have asked us, well, why didn't you guys get together back then? And our simple response is we had to pick up the kids along the way. It wasn't meant to be. Now it is. Everything is timing. There's something really interesting that you just said a second ago. And I have to point it out. You did not say everything that happened to me happened for a reason. You said everything I did, I did for a reason which indicates full awareness there also that nothing happened to you. All of these things happened for you. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, I mean, you don't know what you're doing at the time. Like, I thought, oh, social work. Oh, that's a good diploma to take again. I love doing that. Kind of, I love helping people. Um, I haven't worked in the social work field in three and a half, four years now. But I work in it every single day with my family. So, yeah, it, it just because you don't understand it at the time that you experience something doesn't mean that you're not going to understand it a month later or a year later or a decade later. It, you, you just don't always know the reasons why. Well, when we talk about that, that, you know, I, said, I think I want to do this, and, and, and or I'm sure I want to do this, but I'm, I'm getting this urge to go do something that seems totally unrelated. It There's probably a reason. You you know, you're using the marketing from the journalist stuff, you're, you know, promotion stuff, your social work with that many kids. You, you need a social worker. Um, <laughs> and, um, and, um, uh, but also with your with your clients, with you know uh, everybody you come in contact with, really. Uh, but certainly in in you know that big uh, Brady Bunch situation. Um, so there's there's always something in it that you like you said it, you may be a decade down the line before you're like oh that's why I did that. That's right. 
And where my my partner and I are constantly like we, we think of those things all the time. It's like, ah, that's why. And you know, we we try to when the kids are experiencing difficulties and stuff, we we try to explain to them like that very concept. For the most part, they're all getting it because they they understand and they've seen it themselves. Um, you know, we we recently had uh, within the last three months. Uh, the addition of another teenager in the house, and it was all for the right reasons. It the, the the kids understand it, and that made things hit home for them a little harder with what we've been saying. You know, you may not understand it now, but you will one day, maybe. The, the, nothing is simple. Uh, nothing is simple. Nothing is a straight line. It's not all cut and dried. A lot of cliches there. Sorry. Well, no, well, I mean, but if, if you think about that, though, it's because you're contrasting it, it with cliched thoughts. But it it simplifies things. It, when <laughs> even as as we sit there and go, it's not all cut and dry. It's not all it's not all that simple. But it really is. I mean, if you you think about it in the most base terms that. Every single thing that you're experiencing, it's for a reason. It's part of your, even if it's not your next step, it's part of a future step. Yeah. Then it, it that simplifies things just right down to just saying, excuse my language, fuck it. It's all good. Yeah. You this know? is what I need yeah. to do, and this is what I'm going to do. And, you know, last, last December when I was positive I didn't need a laptop. And then all of a sudden was buying one and was what? And then Costa Rica, which was kind of like Eureka, right? We need we both needed laptops, so we both had laptops. Well, because you don't know, like she said. I mean, yeah. you're, I just had higher you knows. I just knew I wanted it or needed it or it was really it was like right. I needed it, but I didn't know why. So you go ahead and you get it. So was there a, a defining moment for you, or or did it just all flow together? I mean, was there a moment where you literally, like, woke up one day and said, okay, I've had enough. I'm not doing this anymore because I'm not happy and that, that game is done. I'm not playing. Oh, there was a day. There was a very specific day, um, March 16th, 2008. Um, and I do refer to that. My daughter's birthday? Yeah. No, I know, I know, I know. Really? Tell me (laughs) But that was the day I actually made a lot of changes in my, I ended my marriage that day. Um, and that was the day where it was, it's, it's an awakening for me. And that's when I for lack of a better term, came out of a hibernation that I was in for a very long time. And I was doing the do, you know, doing what you're supposed to do and not doing what I wanted to do or needed to do. Oh, we all been there. Mm. Exactly. So, yeah, there was a very specific day. So now March was was your birthday, too. It is. It is. It was my rebirth day. That's cool. That's very awesome. Rebirth days are cool. 
I have one. And, so uh, did did it just did something happen? To, I'm sorry, you know. I mean, at any point you don't want to share, that's totally cool. Just shut me up. But was there a catalyst that triggered this? Screw that! I'm not going to be miserable for the rest of my life. Or a straw that broke the camel's back. Slow progression. Yeah, was it just a slow progression of building up of of junk? There was a very slow progression of building up, and then um, a month of watching and observing, and I had both of our children. Um, my ex and I had adopted a daughter, and we also had my stepson, um, and watching their interaction with each other even that week they were almost mimicking my ex-husband and I and that week was a very big eye-opener for me and um one thing led to another and it was a very big argument that one day and that was it that's all I needed that argument to, to find that strength within to say enough and move on. Was I scared? Hell yes. I was scared shitless. I had no job. I had no way of supporting uh, a daughter. And I had a husband who I was scared of. But I did it. He had a big argument, big fight. There was big emotion, I'm sure. And, and oh, a lot of it, anger. We just talked about, with one of our guests, there's the reason I bring it up, the importance of anger and the power in, you know, dropping Fuck the F-bomb. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In, in, because people, some people that I've encountered have, you know, particularly in the age of law of attraction and all that stuff, but just the whole... You know, it's having a shift and a new thing and a new age. And a, they think that if they ever have a bad thought again, an angry thought, a, a rageful thought again, that they've done something wrong and they try to squash it. And that's horrible because it's often the thrust that gets you up off the floor. Oh, it is. Sometimes you need that kick in the ass. And yeah, I have Gene for that. <laughs> <laughs> we actually, well, Rick, we, we trade first, kicks. You're not the first person to have said that, so, you know. <laughs> we trade kicks now and again. And it's a very good thing. No, I, I totally believe that anger can be that kick in the arse to mot motivate people and just to to make a change, whether it's for the positive or the negative. I mean, seriously, sometimes change is just good all around. Um, because even if you think a little deeper, sometimes you have to go that deep point to come out to the surface. Well, and you mentioned that you were doing the do, and I really, that's very eloquently put. It's, that's the sleep that at least I used to talk about when I used to say everybody's asleep and needs to wake up. Uh, oh, I was, I was very much asleep. I was a very um, intuitive person, for lack of a better phrase, and I was very in tune with everything, and I, I was numb 
for a very uh, then I went numb. Well, I think you know, and I was numb. School and parents and surveys about what jobs are going to be in demand in five years and 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 discipline, especially discipline. We 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 do numb ourselves and put ourselves into sort of a zombie-like space because it's the only way that that running around the room screeching with joy three- and four-year-old that we used to be would possibly do these uh, do's that we get ourselves talked into. Well, and the three- and four-year-old learns very early that they that they're supposed to fit into some mold in regular society. And that's what I did in my married life. I played the part. I, 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 fit, I fit into that mold. And yeah, because the first thing that the three or four year old learns is that that running around just overflowing, screeching with joy, is inappropriate. Yeah, and yet they're just being a kid. And and being a a, a connected person, a connected being, they're just feeling the joy like like breath, like wow, this is cool. And yeah. and then we just tell them that that's not appropriate. Don't act That's like right. that. Calm down. Yeah. So to answer one of your questions earlier, Nikki, you asked why didn't you have me on the show earlier. I wasn't in that point even three years ago. I was still coming out of that fog. It took a little while. So that well, does take time. I've been doing it this does. show for three years, and I'm still working on it. You know? Oh, I hope I mean, we always still work on things. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't ever want to get to the point where I think I know it all. Because I've been there, done that. It wasn't much fun and not very useful, actually, for my own personal growth. And it certainly didn't assist anybody around me. I was going to say, generally um, annoying for those that surround us when we're there. Yeah, right? <laughs> it was very annoying um, for very many years. And, and I get the I get the shutting down, um, also being like a highly intuitive empath at a really young age, and then getting locked into the doing the do. And trying to be what was expected of me, again, within the confines of a marriage, because that's what was expected. You know, the big house, two cars, the freaking white picket fence. Yes, we had one. Ha, ha, ha. It's funny. It's sad, but it's true. The, the perfectly um, behaved children that are seen and not heard. And uh, Yeah, you know, and I just can't, I can't. I still remember to this day my dad's, like, response to me calling and say, okay, you know, I'm done, I'm leaving, I'm separation, then divorce, finished. And he was just, his just blurted it, what the fuck took you so long? And then my brother, the same day, I called him, and he said exactly the same thing. Like, they were, it was a mirror image of, of each other. They were both like, well, that, you know, okay, finally, like, thank you. About time. Uh, but, but I didn't know during that time that I wasn't, I wasn't being myself. And, and not too many people in my life had the balls to stand up to me and say, hey, yo, where did she go, you know? And I think that, um, I think it's important for us to, I, I, you don't want to shove it down a friend, friend's throat, obviously, if you find somebody in that situation. But 
a gentle nudge once in a while might be helpful. I wish to God somebody had sat me down and said, what are you doing? You know, I wonder sometimes, in retrospect, if some people didn't do that. You know, I had a couple of times in my young life when people, you know, dude, you're no fun anymore. (laughs) What happened to you? And and I looked at them and sneered and thought, you know, well, it's because I'm growing up and you're still a young, foolish idiot, which is the society programmed response to that, you know. It's it's in the little society tape deck, and it, it, that's what plays when that situation arises, of, you know, um, because that's what you've been told, is that you've got to grow up. Why do we do that, though? Why? Why do we give all that power away to somebody else? And I mean, I don't even mean just necessarily to a spouse, which, you know, is just, but, but, or to a friend or to society as a whole. Why? Why? Why do we do that? I gotta, you know, why? Oh, Yvay, now there's a question. That, that is a good question. When we get that one answered, we'll have to write another book. But um, I really think that it's the, to some extent, it's the infant syndrome. I, I hate to say this about myself because I was 45 when I started getting over it. But... um you know, you're you're born into this world and you're naked and pretty helpless. So you must surrender your entire am I going to live, die, whatever, to others. And then comes the day that it would be wise for you to take that back. But you don't. And those same others are then the ones that are telling you, warning you, out of the best of intentions. Don't get me wrong. But because they're warning you about all these boogie bears that got them, you know. And, you know, well, if I just stayed in line, I'd be president of the company by now, you know. Um, And, I mean, you're you're surrounded between the media and the books and the movies, and you need to read these books about these people that succeeded. And, you know, they were all sucking eggs for a long time until they straightened up and, you know, got a career. and, And... it's. I think anything that pervasive, it's not that, you know, it's by design. It's just what everybody has decided. It's that, you know, doing the do. It's the, okay, everybody we know is dead, but I, I walked this fine little line and I'm okay. So this is what you must do or you'll be dead. It's really as childish as the infant syndrome of giving away your power to everybody. It's 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 a, some kind of vicious cycle, you know, self-perpetuating illusion. Wait, did I say that last two words out loud? Oh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You did. You did. Um. But it is. It's that paradox. You you to get in here, you got to give you got to give it all away. You got to have absolute trust in somebody else. And and then they spend the next, you know, 15 years of your life proving why you shouldn't do that to you. <laughs> Don't trust me because look what I'm about to do to you. See, I've never actually looked at it that way, to be quite honest. 
it's the first time I've actually examined that whole, you know, I mean, yeah, we say society and education and all that stuff, but you're right. It actually starts from infancy when we come out and we can't feed ourselves. Yep. And we don't have choice. Yeah. From day one. Yeah, I'm convinced that some of that first week crying is, you people don't understand. I'm over here lying in poop and I can't do anything about it. I don't understand. Help. And because it's got to be whether whether you just got born or you've had ten thousand lifetimes or you're an infinite whatever the case, whatever you believe metaphysically about life. Nonetheless, you have this awareness of alive and at the same time absolutely unable to do anything. I mean, really, almost to get entertained, somebody's got to come hang something over the edge of the crib that moves because otherwise you're just what? you got your fingers, that's it. And it takes six months to discover those or at least to discover <laughs> that they're attached to you, you know, to have control over them. Uh, and... You know, I think all of these, all of these things about how to handle your 15-year-old, that, that's all good and grand, but it, it starts way over there where you, you did have to trust them with everything. And then they do. They, they just dash that trust one time after another. They have to. I mean, it is, it is what it is. I'm not, I'm not saying there's any way I don't think that you could change that, but that's got to be a, quite a shocking experience. And, um, uh, you know, and then it just branches out from there, you know. Men are taught that, you know, women are less than them. But, of course, the first person that they had to surrender everything to to be able to survive on the planet was a woman. So now <laughs> they've lost that. Got nothing left over here. Let's go shoot some people. Um, I Really, it, I think it's like that, you know. It's just that it it, it, it all gets ripped away. And... And it's because of that confusion. You're still in shock over arrival and that powerlessness. Because isn't that what we talk about every week? Getting out of powerlessness into some anger, into some let's go? Yeah, oddly enough, it seems to be the the basic way it works. Right. I mean, and and I, I have yet to have a guest on the show who didn't go into angry first, who didn't go into fuck this first, who didn't go into I'm not doing this anymore first before they can get into how yeah, life is awesome. And I think that that's a huge, huge part of what we do is to let people know that it's OK to stay it's why we put up with the Holy Week traffic in Costa Rica to get where we were going. We had this order of these towns we wanted to go through by their names. And fuck you is on the way between powerlessness and bunnies and rainbows. It just is. There's no other way to get there. <laughs> I think sometimes we have to go through the shit to appreciate the good. And to be more aware of the good when it's around us. It's just a thought. No, coming from somebody who's a born intuitive, um, born empath, um, dare I say, in in 
old energy terms, white light, for those of you listening who know what that means. Um, like, how do you – I'm trying to word this the way I want to word it, and I'm suddenly stumped for terms, but how do you equate that fuck you energy with bunnies and rainbows? I mean, how – because you're so good at explaining stuff in a base way. So I want to hear you talk about that for a minute, just because you're a born intuitive, you're a born empath. You already came onto the planet with natural compassion. It exuded from you at a young age. And I know this from knowing you back then, but I also know this from knowing your family and and hearing how they talk about you. So I know that this is something you've just naturally done all your life. So for somebody who who is naturally compassionate to actually say it's still this crap still helps me appreciate the good and it helps me understand other people's sorrow and pain better. Like how, how does that work? <laughs> After you've said I explain things better. Um I, I don't know. I just, I know that I'll use Dawn and I as an example. Um, my other half and I, we, I, I, I just, I just knew in high school. I couldn't talk to him. It wasn't until we were, uh, well, I was about 18 before I even really spoke to him. But we went on the same bus and I would sit there and like, just, I, I just knew. And then we'd start going to the same parties, and we'd be the two sitting in the corner talking. But that was after I'd just sit there and, and look at him. And you just know. I knew we were not – we never ended up together then um, because it wasn't the right time. We had to go along those other paths. We had to continue on on a journey Tell, tell it was the right time to find each other again. And then at that point, we were able to appreciate what we have together because of what we have gone through, because of our journey. I'm, I'm probably not explaining that very well. Well, I think you're explaining it very well. Okay. Um, it sense to me. Okay. It, it, it's up to the dog, too, apparently. Apparently, yeah. They wanted to second that motion. But what do you do if you, you know, I love that article I read just the other day. It was it was on a, a different angle, but it was, what if all this is true? What would you do? Um, you know, unlimited creators, you know, think a thought, there'd be. Um, and then you run into somebody that's got troubles. And you don't get it. There's no compassion because you don't understand. You know, um, as adults, we have compassion for infants that can't reach what they're after because we know can't reach what we're after. We've, we've done that like lots. But if you've never done that, if everything you want just goes poof, hey, compassion what? You don't like what's going on? Change it. Fix it. And that's where that proverbial kick in the ass comes into play. 
Sometimes right. you need that kick in the ass to be able to find that compassion again. That's it. I, I can't. I can't imagine. Um, although you know it's spoken of frequently in certain circles, and we won't mention any names, but fifth dimensional living and all this hoo ha. Um, I mean, let's get down to brass tacks, people. We've come here as spiritual beings to have a physical experience, and part of physicality is all of that emotion and, and all of that pain and all of that sorrow. And at the forefront of all of that is that ability to feel compassion for your fellow human beings. And without that compassion, quite frankly, I don't want to be here. I don't ever want to be living in a place where somebody looks at me on a day that I'm in pain or a day that I'm suffering and says, well, you're an unlimited being. You're an unlimited creator. Fix it. Because I'll hit them. Screw you. I'm here having a physical, I'm in pain, I'm suffering experience. I want a shoulder to cry on. I don't want you to tell me to fix it. And for any of you wondering, and, I'll, she, she'll do it too. She'll hit you. <laughs> I just want to make sure people know. Pain and suffering, you know. Like seriously, you okay? You fix this. Fix your black eye. <laughs> I I think that it is, I think that it is cold beyond measure to even venture into the realm of that person over there is suffering, but they're an unlimited creator being, so they can fix it. It's not my problem. It's. And I'm not saying it's okay to take on other people's problems as your own because that's never healthy and it's never beneficial to you or the other person. So if they fall in a hole, I don't expect you to get down into the hole with them and try and push them up because that's just dumb. But it would be beneficial to get a ladder, yeah, throw it down, find a rope, something, at least your arm down. At least don't, don't give them another shovel. Okay. At the very least, don't give them another shovel. It, and and that's what we often do. Or or we we come along in the dirt that they dug out to get in the hole, and we kick it on top of them. And it's that same unlimited creator being got no compassion for you because you just ought to be able to wave your magic. Well, you don't have fingers when you're whatever, and it's all better. It, that's the same as those people that uh, you know, the girl from the band that used to be the eight foot tall bride. I can't remember her name. Uh, but the video we saw recently um, that would drive by and scream out of the car window, get a job! Why don't you get a job? You know? I would think the odds are that that person that looks like they haven't had a bath in a couple of days and lives underneath the freeway bridge, they probably thought of that. Might have even tried it. But irregardless of that, it's just the same as you know, walking by somebody in a hole and kicking the dirt on top of them. And, sure. you know, going, what are you doing in a hole? That's stupid. You Look at what you've done disturbing the earth like that. I'm going to fix the earth back. And then you push the dirt on top of them and go, there, it looks better. What? Um it's it's just it's one of my little pet peeves, you know. I don't get it. We come here in this physical form, and we've we're given this gift, this ability to feel, this ability to be empathic towards others, and to care, to love, 
and and to embrace them in their their time of need. Well, why in hell would we, oh well there it is because that's that's hell to me is a world where a bunch of people are wandering around. Ah, I just fix it. I don't care. It's not my problem. Fix it. Or somebody else will do it. Somebody else will do it. Yeah. That's that's the attitude that that that. You you you, you walk by. You walk by, you go, somebody ought to do something about that without ever stopping to realize that you are somebody. Yeah. But Robert Swan once said that the greatest threat to our planet is the belief that somebody else will save it, that, you know, somebody else will do it. Somebody ought to do something about that. True. It's, you know, maybe you're the only somebody that saw it. I don't think why would we come here together if we didn't come here to care about each other? That's, I mean, that just makes sense to me. Seems logical. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still a human. Thinking that that we ought to care about people. That whole common sense thing again. Yeah, well. Oh, jeez. Not so common. I just, you know, it's it's one of those things, and I mean, it, it's just this whole idea of you got to go through the shit, and and people get sometimes upset with us saying that. And I've heard, I've actually had the arguments with people about it that ah, oh, you don't need to. Do you really have to go through the shit? You know, maybe not over and over and over again. Okay, no. fine. Yes, I agree with. <laughs> Learning to take that absurd place. Well, right. Who pointed that out to me time and time again? You really need to experience everything in order to 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 share about it, to write about. Really, do you really need to break another bone just so you can write about pain? You've been there, you've done that, you're done. You know. Um, But at the same time, if if we never go through anything, then what's the point of being here? God, I'd be bored out of my mind. Well, and if you deny yourself that, you know, you said something really important, Janine, that you, you, a couple of weeks, I think maybe you said a month of just sort of watching, observing. And, and it, that's when you, when you, when these negative, quote unquote, experiences are a bad thing, then you don't want to look at them. So you can't be the observer because, you're not really looking at them. But it's only from that observer spot that you can go, aha, that's why we did that. Yeah. It's the only place you you can't see the forest for the trees in there. You've got to be in the, you got to be able to be in, 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 in both places. But, I mean, you've got to be able to take that observer view, take that long view and go, ah, I get it. You do. And, and I think, like, even... I, I have, I don't have too many negative moments about my marriage anymore because it was what it was. And I was in that for a reason. And it wasn't just so I could appreciate Don. It was because I had my stepson. And I was there before his first birthday. And, well, he he's living here with me now. Um, I'm not married to his father anymore and he's not living, my stepson's not living with his mom. He's, I, I use the term stepson here because that's what the public understands it as, but he's my son. He's my boy. 
Um, and that's why I was meant to be married to my ex-husband. Yeah, a lot of people get surprised when they find out that Whitney is not my biological daughter. Because that's all I ever refer to her as, is my daughter. Yeah, and uh, we, we, we generally don't use a lot of, I, we don't use step and we're just, we're just mom and dad and that's who we are here in this house. And they're all our kids. They're, you know, we, we just happen to have a very unique situation. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, the negativity, I mean, I, I could seriously sit and dwell on it, but I, I don't see the point in dwelling on that poison that is just going to sit and fester in me. Um, I would much rather let things go and move on, and I learned from it. I have a fabulous boy out of it, and who's, I say boy, but he's a man, um, with his birthday being uh, on the steps of Jean's son, um, or Jean's daughter. It's, uh, you know, I try to be who I am to set the example for all of the kids. And I like to think that we're making pretty good kids that are understanding of other people and non-judgmental and respectful, but also thoughtful with their own thoughts and actions, um, more aware of themselves. That's just. Hopefully they can learn from some of my mistakes. And being tuned out for a long time was a mistake. Well, and even if all they learn is how to learn from your mistakes, how to make yeah. good mistakes. Exactly. It's it's. The but thing it's okay that, to make those mistakes. I think it's the, one of the things society has sort of lost sight of with all this perfectionism going on. Is we only really, in physical stuff made progress by making good mistakes. Let's try this. That's how, oops, that didn't quite work out. Oh, well, that means do like this. It doesn't mean, oh, you have a failure. <laughs> you know, it, it. It's giving them the right tools. Yeah. Uh, because it just, you know, if you're going to get to Costa Rica and it's going to rain every day or something, or there's going to be horrible traffic or they're going to lose your suitcase or something. Maybe. Would it ever one yeah. day nothing of that stuff happen? Exactly. You How could, could it? Upset because they lost your suitcase. Or you could go, oh, I get to buy new clothes. Yeah. See, that's exactly what I said. That's exactly what I said when it happened. I was yeah. like, oh, shopping. And I tried to get... <laughs> I tried to follow that remote control, been followed so many times, path right down to anger, and she stomped on my foot, and that pretty much stopped that. She has this look she gives you that, that I be, <clears throat> could stop an elephant charging. Yeah. Well, I know that look. Yeah, that one. <laughs> and and she talks about this Madison having a look. Well, if she's talking about somebody having a look, I hope I never see that look. <clears throat> Although, I, I I just have a feeling I probably will. If I, I ever meet Madison, you, man, that is. Got it down to a fine science. Everything that I managed to perfect in my early years with the look, she just came born ready. 
But I'm <laughs> telling you, that look, that look of, that look in that moment, you know, didn't just communicate to me. It didn't communicate to me. I'm angry that you're being angry. It was I cannot even fathom. What the hell are you doing? This is the silliest. I'm embarrassed. It's going to go away. And I, all this stuff in that split second, you know, and it was like every little argument that my robot part of my, you know, hamster wheel brain could come up with was shot down all within about a millisecond time. And, and so I was just left standing there about, you know, six inches tall thinking, okay, you talk to the man. I'll just be over here. Uh, whereas if somebody starts in on you, you got grounds to fight with them about it. It was pretty. It was pretty right? yeah, yeah. yeah, it worked very well. And 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 the point is, these negative things, you know, some of the negative things that happened to me in life are some of the things that taught me the most important lessons that that I live my life around today. So, I agree. So. Is it even fair to call them a negative thing that happened? You know, the maybe experience. It, maybe the experience, not fun at the moment. But, but yeah, there's always a learning learning moment from it. Or um, even if it's not a learning moment, it's a aha moment. Yeah, and yeah. it's not always pretty in the that guy that just walked across the Grand Canyon on a two-inch steel cable. He had cameras and microphones on him all the way across, and and you could hear him. He was, oh, the wind is bigger than that. Oh, yeah, okay. And he'd stop himself from talking about it, but yeah, he was not exactly always having fun. But he he looked great when he got done. Yeah. He wants to go do it again. Over something else. Quarter mile up with no rope, no net. People think they're just calm, nerves of steel. No, he was freaking out. But he's well. But he saw himself freaking out. He stopped. He knelt down on the cable, got the cable to quit swinging, stood back up, and walked the rest of the way across. You know, that's the difference. If he had let the fact that the he'd gotten worried and the wind was blowing and the cable started swinging and oh my god, it would have just all kept getting bigger. Until he fell off, but he totally. he was like, "Okay, and you heard him. He literally said out loud, "Okay," and he stopped, and he wiggled it a second until he kind of, "Okay," and he knelt down and he just be still for a second, and then he, heck, he he ran about the last ten steps across that cable. But yeah, it looked like it got pretty ugly in the middle. And he's going to do it again. Sounds a whole lot like human beings. Life? Yeah, human beings. <laughs> Not human peas, human beings. I'm glad you planted beans in. Human beings. I did. So um, we're getting on time for a quick break. So we should take a quick musical break, and then we'll come back, and we'll tell people how to get hold of Janine and get her products and find out what she's into and making now, because I know she's got some new stuff coming out, because I've been spying on her page. Because <laughs> <laughs> I well, do that been, every been creeping on the page. Y'all look at her now. She Pretty may or may not click like, but she's looking at your stuff, I'm telling you. I am, anyway. Uh, 
<laughs> All right. Well, we should play something. Um, um, she would love Earth Prayer. Guaranteed. I, I'm certain that she would. So this is our friend, Ina V. You can find her at enavie.com. That's enavie.com. Check her out. She's doing some great philanthropic stuff with the proceeds from this very song, Earth Prayer, which is based on Hawaiian Ho'oponopono. And we'll be right back, folks. Stay with us.
creator of all things, of the west and the thunder, of the east and the sun. In the north, the shining elders, and the south, our mother's womb. Toils above and below us, to the seen and unseen. Those who have walked before and after, we ask your assistance to live simply. Please forgive us, for we know not what we do. And we thank you for all your help. Welcome back, everybody. That was our friend Eno B with Earth Prayer. Just awesome stuff. Yummy song. Always basically just tingle. Yep, yep, yep. Good stuff. And you can find her at... at uh, again, at www.enavie.com. That's enavie.com. Right, and check yeah. out that song because you can buy it, and she's doing some amazing. It's not films, full of, but that I can never say that word. Rick will say it. it. Well, it's only ninety nine cents, just like all those other songs that you could buy from Amazon or wherever else you can buy songs at ninety nine cents. But, but she's taking a huge chunk of it and doing wonderful philanthropic work with it. There's that word. Right. I can never say that word. But we like philanthropic work. I said it. Yay! Yay! <laughs> hey, it took me I, 18 months to learn how to say Ho'oponopono. It did. Yeah. Absolutely. But I and I now I can, I can read way. Hawaiian. Cool. Because of you learning how to say Ho'oponopono. Ho'oponopono. I, I don't have it in front of me. Well, I, 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 knew when I, but, I went to Hawaii when I was a kid. Not, well, teenager. And, um, and they told me then, said, Hawaiian's simple. You just pronounce all the vowels. And so that means if there's two O's next to each other, you say both of them. Like Santa Claus, if you were reading it in Hawaiian, wouldn't be ho, ho, ho. It would be ho, o, ho, o, ho, o. Cool. That's, I need my drum thing. That was one of those, I guess. But, but yeah, that's how you, it's, well, yeah, So speaking of websites and finding people <laughs> and stuff, uh, I've seen... So before we went on the break, we were saying that when we got back, we were going to websites and finding people, yeah. Yeah, um, really yummy, yummy soaps looking things. I mean, I wanted to put one of them in a coffee grinder and drink it. 
that would look so yummy. Put a little coffee beans on top. I get people saying, I think that's what they want. All the time. It is coffee beans on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Soap. Soap that looks good enough to eat. But soap is not all she does. Yay. Nay, nay. No, soap is not all I do. There's um, lotions, uh, body butters for really intense moisturizing, lip balm. Uh, all sorts of baskets, um, lip balm, yeah. Um, deodorant was actually launched on the website yesterday. Uh, I've had a really good crew of 25 people testing that, and um, they're, it was actually really smashing success um, with, with what they've liked on it. Um, because natural deodorant is a hard one to find. Um, you can find some liquids and they're not very good, or you can find ones that are very gritty and grainy. And it, I, I, I'm really pleased with the final product. Um, I, all of my products, I, I, I do test or I have testing sessions with different people and volunteer. And on my Facebook page, I usually, that's sometimes where I put out the, the call for testers. Um, because that who better to ask than people who already like using that natural stuff or m- my product? Um, I don't recently... test any of them though because she doesn't allow animal testing, so none, none for... <laughs> 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 Well, I, I, I like I'll to test say... them. I'll test them. You can send them here anytime. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll have uh, like I had shampoo bars tested and some of the formulations I wasn't too pleased with the results so I went back to the drawing table and have this has been going on since last summer and then the new ones were launched about a month ago and they are a big hit um different products like that um the laundry soap is all natural and that one's been a big hit Uh, people are looking for that kind of a product and are surprised with how little they actually need to use. Um, one other thing they're really shocked with is that it doesn't make bubbles. We're so conditioned to seeing bubbles with anything that, oh, it's got, it has to have bubbles to clean. But really the bubbles is just another chemical that the commercial big guys add to it. Um, but uh, I use, if it's a dirty kid load, we have a high efficiency washer. And if it's a dirty kid load, uh, one and a half tablespoons is all it takes. If it's just uh, mine and my partner's stuff, then all I use is about three quarters of a tablespoon. So um, that's a Holy really good. Okay, so I gotta ask because I'm 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 a working I'm a working mom with I live in the middle of the country, so dirty is kind of our middle name. Yep. Uh, I did not know that you did laundry soap first of all, and for those of you listening out there. A lovely lady from Longay gave me a tip last year about cleaning my house. And she said, if you use laundry soap to do your walls, it does, like when you do your spring cleaning, it does a job unlike anything you'll ever experience. So having said that, how do I get your laundry soap? And what are we looking at price-wise? Because this is, this is something that I'm interested in because we go through a shitload of laundry soap, and I use my laundry soap for cleaning. And I've been doing it for a year now, and it works wonderfully well. Are you using laundry soap or laundry detergent? Laundry soap. Detergent. She's using detergent. detergent. So more commercial stuff? You buy it at the store? 
the last laundry stuff that we got, we got at the the whole whole the place that Shauna dragged me to. Ah. You know that place. Okay. Laundry soap. It might be soap, but it might be. Um, the, oh. I charge five dollars for a pound, which depending on again whether it's a high efficiency or a top loader is twelve to twenty five loads. Um, so they basically they. Well, and that's that's my philosophy with all of my products. I got started making it because I got sick of paying $8, $10 at a health food store. Um, so even my soap is only $5 a bar. Um, but the laundry soap is the same thing. Uh, $5 for a pound and then for a six pound bag, which is 72 to 150 loads, uh, is $25. So it lasts quite a while. Um, but again, it, high efficiency is half the amount. So if you have a top loader, you're going to use twice the amount. And But it's good stuff. Uh, I, I'm not wanting to toot my own horn too much, but I really, really oh, am. In love. I am totally in love with my laundry. I soap. want to toot your horn because you have any idea how much this shit is to buy in these organic stores. Now, I happen to like to Thanks to Shauna's, Shauna's, one of Shauna's gifts to me in being here was to, we, we went finally touring this amazing place that I live in and I found an organic store where the prices are unbelievable compared to other stores and I love them for that and I'm going to get them on the air because I want to talk to them about that but on the average when you go and buy anything that's organic or you know not chemical or you know anything that's good for you basically that's not commercial you're paying through the nose and that's a huge issue yeah. for people like me who have a tiny budget to work off of. Yes, I know I'm an author. I do a radio show, blah, blah, blah. I should be loaded. I am abundantly wealthy in all the things that matter. Money, apparently not so much all the time. However, so I have a budget. And these, this is a concern for people out there. We want to use healthy products. We want to use products that are better for us. We don't want to have these chemicals and hoo-haws in our hair, on our skin, in our clothes. Yet to go to the store and buy this shit, I can't afford it. And and it's we want we want products that are priced. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, when people talked about prices, they talked about how much it cost them to make the stuff. And really, even in economics classes, certainly in business economics, that sort of stuff anymore, they don't even talk about that. Price is what the market will bear. In other words, you charge the absolute maximum you can get away with. It has no – you don't even hardly figure in. After you figure out what you can sell it for, then you figure out if you can make it for that. It's backwards. It's just our it, it backwards. It is backwards. And I'm, I went to um, a, a vegetarian event here a couple weeks ago, and we were so busy. Our, it was it was with Wild Rose that I went, and the the booth was just hopping nonstop. And I could have charged so much more, just because of the type of shopper that was there. But I won't be doing that because that's I'm, I'm I don't change my prices for stuff like that. But I understand, and that's kind of the premise behind why I started making some of the rest of it myself too. Um, my only challenge, I would even have some of it cheaper, but it's the, the darn packaging, like the deodorant tubes um, or the the jars for the lotion, stuff like that. They're but more of a... tubes. 
Yes, they're more of a pain in the butt for cost than anything else, but I do have to pass that on. But I still keep my prices reasonable. And um, I've got to talk about something else. I mean, I, I'm going through your website. Um, and first of all, how often can you go into a store and get patchouli-scented laundry soap? Yes, that's right, people listening, patchouli-scented laundry soap. If you're anything like me, patchouli is one of those rare things that you don't get to find every day, and yet here she has it in her laundry soap. That would just make me blissfully happy. But she also has this cool thing um, on her site that says free products. I like free products. And you can actually um, go on her site and find out how you can help get this stuff into your friend's hands. Yeah, your friend's hands and get some stuff from free. That's right. You just go on and you. Everybody's used to the home party notion, and while I do some home parties, um, I like to offer people the online party as an option because they can invite their friends who are in another country, or they can invite their friends who are on the other side of the country, and their friends can shop in their pajamas at their leisure, um, and yet still get the credits towards earning free products. Um, so, yeah, depending on the, the party that someone has, they can earn a lot of uh, credits towards it. And, I, you know, we've all heard of those, like, Tupperware parties or all the other the different companies that are out there, and they'll tell you, well, you can pick this, this, or this as your bonus gift. Well, now people can pick what they want and pick what they need. So kind of my philosophy. I'm a little bit easygoing when it comes to that sort of thing. Um, but we're, we're, uh, I am unfortunately getting out of the candle um, and moving towards a few other things like the laundry soap. The laundry soap has really taken over. Um, the deodorant's a big hit. And coming out next week are um, cloth reusable menstrual pads. And that is a whole show in itself, uh, the benefits to those and whatnot. But uh, the amount that one woman okay, alone well, how, do, how do we get our hands on the candles before they run out? Cause right? Uh, the, the clearance section of the website, dear. The clearance hey. section of the site. Yeah, got a whole clearance section down there. And I would like to mention, too, uh, an entire rubber duck session, section, which is just awesome. Of course. You have to have the rubber duck. I mean, and not just. I sell more of those to adults than I do for kids. Not just your average yellow rubber duck. You got angels. You got devils. You got rubber ducks with crazy hair. You know, for parents that have teenagers, they can you know have a rubber duck that reminds you of your kids. Um, (laughs) Fairies, rubber ducks with butterfly wings, and antennae, just. You know, duck in a hat. Where else? Come on. Pirate duck. This is freaking quite brilliant. Butterfly ah. ducks. Armed forces rubber ducks. And, All right. See? And, and I'm telling you, some of these decorative, decorative soaps and things that you're buying and you're sticking in your guest room, what if somebody actually washes with them? Do you have any idea what those are made out of? These won't hurt them, and they're... I would say inexpensive, but they're cheap. I've bought decorative soaps, and they charge through the nose for those things. 
And Your just, prices are off the hook. Like a hippie, just a hippie rubber duck, <laughs> a rubber duck hippie soap, flowers, peace symbols, and all. Two bucks. Come on. Come on. Really? A Viking rubber duck for $2? Wow. All right. And I've been told over the years, you should raise your prices, you should raise your prices. But it's not my philosophy, so I don't. Uh, just, I'm blown away by how far you've come, how far your business has come. I mean, um, yeah, and that's that's what comes from following your passion. This is a business that was built on somebody who was following their built by somebody who was following their passion, and and your selection is just insane. Because I mean, in no small part. Well, we counted up the varieties of soap, and there's actually over 120 different varieties of soap. So, and, yeah. And this, my favorite, the cupcake soaps. In no small part started because you were sick to death of paying 15, 20 bucks for a bar of natural soap. That's right. And I can't use commercial products. So, for me, it was just a, a natural progression to go ahead and make it being a very uh, hands-on, artsy person. And um, everything just kind of spiraled from there. Like, even the shampoo bars and everything, I, I don't use cleaners in the house. We use vinegar, um, things like that. So, sitting in the shower are all these shampoo bottles and all these, the nasty ingredients sitting there. And I'm like, that's it. We have to, we, we can't even use this anymore. Like, that, that's nuts. We have to be, I have to make shampoo bars. So, from the shampoo bars came the deodorant, which was, you know, one of the other last things that that's commercial that we had to buy and not anymore. So awesomeness. And you're sharing it and you're sharing it, you know, on a cost basis, which is like that. like I said, that that's almost like this whole organic food stuff. Yeah, you know that stuff our grandparents called food. <laughs> so it all used to be that way. And not very long ago, really. So this has just been awesome. Thank you. Jane said you were awesome. Nikki said you were awesome, but, you know. Well, she's pretty awesome herself. She says that all the time. <laughs> so, I, I do, too. People are awesome. Humans are awesome. They just okay. Are. But Once more before we say goodnight and go through the calendar, if you guys don't go anywhere else on the website, you need to go to the Cupcake Soaps page. Okay? And you Dan. You get there, it's, we've been saying all through, you know, Wild Rose, it's spelled with a Y, so that's W-Y-L-D-E-R-O-S-E dot C-A, Canada people, not dot com, dot C-A. So that's wildrose dot C-A, W-Y-L-D-E-R-O-S-E. For your American listeners, um, they just have to send me an email, and I can do a shipping quote for them. It's one – my website is a constant evolution, and one problem with it is uh, the shipping is only set up for Canadians. So uh, being not the most technologically savvy, uh, that's something that I have to fix on the site. So if they just email me, I can – Being a big-time geek, I can, I can tell you it ain't easy. No, uh, no, it's not. And, and well, buying every, a shopping cart is a very complicated process. Every little country and around little thing, they all got their own little thing, and you know, it, it 
just for anybody to one company to have all that information in one place is just miraculous, really. But uh, so yeah, patience. Email. That's She'll right. get you your soapies. That's right. And they're they're pretty freaking awesome. That's all I gotta say. I'm just like I'm in awe. I'm in awe. I'm in awe of the website and the products and the just awesomeness that is exuding. Yeah, because this is <laughs> from this you is, from you following your passion. This is um, almost backwards from the way we usually do it because she knows you well, and 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 so I purposely did not do a lot of. I mean, I had to find a couple of pictures to post and put up on the show and the thing, but, you know, here's some soap bars and, you know, some candles in a jar. Okay, cool. And oh, okay, wait, wait, wait. Did you go to the website and there's right? ducks and cupcakes and decorative Dude, soaps and laundry soap? And what? Probably the most important thing on oh, this no. whole website. Wild Rose loves our planet. Did you know that if you return some of our packaging, you actually get credit to use with your next online purchase? This is... Really important element to this, guys, is that you can actually get money off your next product if you return your packaging. That is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So, you know, I mean, take take the time to go to the yeah. website and go through it. We She's talked got about so the, much cool shit on here. We talked it's, about the, how expensive these, like, the deodorant tubes are. Well, do you know what happens to all those old deodorant tubes? They're in a mountain right outside your town. Go to the, That's right. Drive out there and look. There's a big mountain of that crap, and it doesn't need to be there. Send it back. She'll wash it and put stuff in it. Our, our commitment to keeping our eco footprint is as small as we can possibly make it is uh, something that is a driving force every single day. And, uh, I mean, right down to the packaging that I use for the soap is um, y- you can throw it in your compost and it will biodegrade. Um, but uh, the whole concept behind even the washable and reusable menstrual pads, the amount that a woman uses in just one woman's lifetime could fill a dumpster and a half. And that's going to the landfill. So... That's another commitment to us as women um, for using healthy products and for um, not filling up the landfill, keeping the planet for our kids and their kids. God, you're such a gift to 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 our world. So awesome. Such an honor to know you. Can't believe how far you've come, baby. Well, I can. I'm not surprised <laughs> at all. Um, but. Well, I've had a 10-year yeah. delay in there, somebody, that's all. Somebody's got to say it. None too shabby yourself up there. That's right. woman. So, that's right. You know, take saying, that. Man, this is brilliant. I'm just like, cool. It's so cool. We went to college together. We lived together. We. I wow, knew her before she was famous. Well, you knew her. Totally, right? Like, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I knew her before she was famous. <laughs> yeah, I knew you before um, you were famous. <laughs> Oh, pish posh. Yeah, well, I'm not famous. I'm just some crazy lady living out in the country was, doing a radio show. When I was young, I was famous, <laughs> but not for anything I'd like to mention now, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's infamous. Okay, yeah, okay. And that, yeah, it's a whole type of different thing. Crazy. As, as, as was said earlier, that's a whole show in itself. <clears throat> Speaking of famous, do we have any famous people coming up? I don't we have famous know. people. What's going on uh, on our calendar? Um, well, we've had... Handmade soaps and lovely things tonight. 
We have uh, Kathy Vitkak. Kathy Danelle yep. Vitkak coming up tomorrow night with uh, Blissful Dog. Uh, she hand makes nose butter. Her dog had funky nose, and so she made nose butter. And uh, so we're going to talk and about natural stuff for your and the mules. And, uh, it works. I, I bought it. It works. Good stuff. It, it, it does. Yeah. yeah. This so, is another one of those we don't plan it things. It's. I was on Skype with Jane. She was on and on about Lukey's nose. And it just so happened that right across the screen of my Facebook thing comes Blissful Dog Nose Butter. And I'm like, no. And I go, and there's German Shepherd Nose Butter. No kidding, folks. Really. So I tell her, look at this, and she goes, what? We're going to have this. I'm ordering this right now, and then I'm sending this lady an email. We're going to get this lady on the show. Here we go. And and then Thursday night, we have Vincent Jenna, the Solutions Psychic. I'm looking forward to finding out what that is. And then Friday, which would be Jane's Solar Return Day, Jane's birthday, you're going to be on Christine no, Abrams' not show. Not yet. Not no? yet. No. Next Oh, Friday. the following. You're going to guest on somebody's show, yeah. too. You're guesting on somebody's show two weeks in a row? You did that just to confuse me about your birthday, didn't you? Yeah, just messing with your head. Um, I did. Yeah, I swear. I looked up and she's guessing already. It's her birthday already, and I didn't think I'm not in Costa Rica, but it's, it's, you're not. It's um, it's I'm gonna be actually. It's, it's gonna be a really special show, and I'm gonna be. We've had Christy Lynn Avern on our show before, and I'm gonna be on her show, Love Yourself Radio. Um, but what's so special about this particular episode is that we're gonna be talking about fibromyalgia. So we're going to be taking a really up-close and personal look at fibromyalgia and the effects that it has on the people, um, some of the energetic causes for fibromyalgia, some of the physical causes that I've experienced or, and discovered for fibromyalgia, and, and most definitely some of the, dare I say, yes, I'm going to say the magic word, cures. The reason I'm saying that because there's nothing freaking to cure. All you have to understand is what this disease is. Once you have an understanding of it, you can manage it. And then eventually it's going to go away because really all it is is a state of dis-ease. And I know, I get it, I understand. For those people listening who have this disease, it's, it's devastating. I know. I understand. I was flat on my back for I don't know how many months. I thought my life was over. I get it. I spent the day today painting, and I've been working physical, actual work for the last five days straight, and it's been raining like a mother. I had to demand that she drop the gigantic cactus plant so that we could start the show. She's dragging this plant around, huffing and puffing, and I'm like, would you stop? Take a break for a minute. Friday show, it's all about there is life not just after fibromyalgia, but there is life during fibromyalgia. And we're going to talk about that. So that's a really good one to listen to. And keep an eye on our Facebook 
page. I believe Rick will have it up on the Everyday Connection page. I will certainly have it up all through my page. I'll be promoting it all week because it's such a special it show. It is. It is. Um, so, yeah. Looking forward to that. It's not that there's – it could just be something's right, you know. See, I'm, I'm sensitive yeah, to all these I'm chemicals. Not. Well, okay, yeah, because they're nasty. Yeah, don't, don't root it. Don't <laughs> Your body's it working them. right. You're going to listen to, have to listen to the show to figure out what oh, it is about okay. fibromyalgia. So, um, but, yeah, you know, if you're it's a lot bigger cat than that. That's just the cat's pink nose. you got to go to the show. Yes. See the whole cat. Yeah, go – Go to the show. Listen to the show. I'm just trying and, to tease uh, them a little bit. Make sure they go. We'll, uh, we'll, hopefully, by the end of it, have have changed your outlook on your future. If you're a fibro sufferer or um, a myofascial pain disorder sufferer, um, you know, it's it's my goal to to bring back a little hope and light in into your day and get you back on your feet. By giving you a kick in the ass, basically, as Judy would say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, you'll... Get off the couch. It's good stuff. Damn it. Yeah. It's the only spiritual guidance you get when you're laying on the couch is get up. Um, That's right. So, we hope that you can join us tomorrow night with uh, Kathy and a blissful dog. And until then... To our mother, to each other and especially to yourselves. Stay connected. Good night, everybody. We hope you'll join us again next time. Until then, visit our website at everydayconnection.me and please like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash everydayconnection. Think you might miss an episode? No problem. Subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching for Everyday Connection Radio. Subscriptions are free, just like your Everyday Connection. question of your life the only question before that question how do you find the perfect ring to ask it with with the incredible selection of diamonds at jared and our price match guarantee you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love visit your local jared store today and dare to be devoted we promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer see jared.com slash price match for details so you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details.